what okay heard you what's going right. on everybody right. well, welcome welcome back to another edition another installment of the black man win podcast which boy tied a pie guy listen we got a got a great brother on the on the on the man. on the line today man. and um as part of the well, black now. man win tradition the first question off the rip is gas yourself you feel me so usually with this with this brother because i know him so well usually i would introduce him you understand what i'm saying but man, this podcast man. i'm gonna let my mans introduce him and introduce himself i'm sorry man. and see here's the thing bro don't don't be shy with it i knew you was about to say know, that let him know that. your credit because you know how i am <laughs> let him know your credentials you feel what i'm saying don't be shy because no. every listen every time i have one of my interviewers or somebody come on my podcast y'all want to be timid and not tell them y'all greatness no y'all gonna let these y'all gonna let these people know y'all greatness all right so let the people at home know who you are gas yourself brother yeah i'm gonna do that and then i'm gonna explain why i think we'd be so we'd be so uh, on the other side um so first and foremost man what's going on everybody if you don't know my name is Dwayne Lewis. I go by Wayne uh, most of the time, Ranger Wayne, if I'm out in the wild. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, I am a project manager for Carbon Story, first and foremost. Um, a creative agency out here in Grand Rapids. Uh, we've done international work. So, um, yeah, that's just been a blessing in itself. Um, going over to uh, Big Camp Big Camp and Wild Boys. Wild Boys Big is the cold line. Big Camp is the outdoor organization. Um that was created to inspire black and brown people to, you know, take advantage of the outdoors and, you know, get back to their roots. You know what I'm saying? We've been mm-hmm. stripped of that for so long. So mm-hmm. to rebuild the trust and love and appreciation for nature, um, you know, through dope content is, you know, and, and, and super cool trips mm-hmm. is the whole vibe for that. So shouts to Big Camp connected to Wild, the brand that's been going forever, worked top of rocket with us for, for so you long. You feel me? Um, what we asked to in between or not in between uh music in a bottle podcast um music in a bottle podcast where we talk wine culture music everything in between man one of my favorite music podcasts bro i appreciate it bro i appreciate it um so yeah we're doing our thing episode 65 actually will publish today so um that's super cool that's been a blessing um man and you know helping everybody with their brands from there do photo and video work you know what I'm saying? Um, social media work on some in some areas as well. But man, just you know, my man is a jack of all man, trades. Man, doing what I can, That's brother. Doing what it. I can. My man, brother. my man, my man is not uh, stretched thin. He's stretched out. You feel what I'm saying? There That's, you go. That's, that's what it is. Hey, like, I seen you post that the other day. I got to go ahead like that. What hey, hey, you, hey, you know what I'm saying? You, Third. you never stretched thin. You stretched out. You, because listen here, so my okay. man Wayne has been doing. He uh, been on hosting gigs he's a producer you feel what i'm saying of the podcast right he's just not a podcast host right like think of think of think of think of all your favorite podcasts right now maybe brilliant idiots joe budden you know um and and think about those people kind of in the background right yeah that got the mic you understand what i'm Uh saying Uh but they voices, you know, also, you know, very apparent through the podcast. That's that's him, right? Not only does he set up the podcast, help set up the podcast, bring the podcast to life, edit the video, and then he has other projects. Big Camp. When I seen Big Camp, 
I was like, oh, y'all camping. <laughs> y'all are camping. Like this was no, this was no, hey, let's go on a you know a weekend vacation up the mountains. No, 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 no. This was a week, two week adventure <laughs> through mountains. Y'all went to um um I, I believe y'all went to Yellowstone. Am I not correct? Yeah, man. So we we hit uh the first big camp. So right. just to give a backstory on, on Big Camp One, Big Camp One was actually intended just to shoot wild boy content. So right. the whole thing was um earlier that year, I created a, a line of a couple of drops that uh I got it, I was inspired by uh national park mm-hmm. rangers. Mm-hmm. So like their uniforms, they had like these tan, almost dicky style with a little yeah. looser. Like yep. tops, they got the, like the uh, forest green bottoms, uh, usually a cargo pant type of thing. Mm-hmm. So my idea was like, let me twist this up and make it kind of dope. Let me like freak these these camo pants. Let mm-hmm. me see what I can do with these collared shirts. Um, you know, let me see. Let me see what's up. So made a made a line. It was a uh, kind of like we we morphed souvenir tees, just different things like that. That came out pretty cool. So I was like, if we if I'm inspiring this 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 drop around national parks, right. And Rangers, I got to shoot them at National Park. So that would be the only way to make the content. So I'm like, I got to get out there. So really the trip was inspired to shoot that, bro. And then um, it was like, yo, let's just make this a bigger trip. Let's see who, let's see who all would be down to go. Right. Start telling some of the homies about it. They're like, bro, that sounds dope. Let's go. Um, how, so many of y'all and, did y'all, how many of y'all went? It was The like first trip was 10. 13. 13, yeah. So, we, yeah, we do 13. Uh, shout out to E. Wow. Um, Eric Lachey, uh, the creative director, Lachey, founder man. of Carbon. Um, he was like, bro, that was like my right hand while I was figuring it all out. So wow. I mean, we got, uh, we got a 15 passenger Sprinter van. Yeah, and, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a nice van. That was a nice oh yeah. Van. yeah Who yeah, did most of the that. driving? Uh, we split it, bro. That's the thing. We split it. <laughs> okay, split that's good. It. Look at that. We split Look at it y'all. Up. So it, I mean, it's a part of that thing. I think that's the thing about Big Camp. It gets us back in that idea of like community. Where it's absolutely. like, all right, everybody puts does their part to make sure we're good. We good, like, absolutely. We met everybody. Somebody on the trip was cooking for sure. Like we had breakfast every morning. Who was cooking hey, breakfast? Yeah, that's, that's somebody on that. We had a tent set up. Everybody get the tents together. Everybody yep. pulled the luggage out the van. Who's setting yep. up? You know what I'm saying? Who's scavenging for firewood if we need it? Like what's the? So it was different roles and different jobs for people, but ultimately it brought us together because you, you relied on each other to survive absolutely. for like a week. Um. But from that first trip, man, and it was beautiful, bro. We seen everything. We got all the content, of course, but we seen everything, bro. That was like, it's like looking at a computer screen in real life. I say it all the time. Mm-hmm, like, imagine mm-hmm. looking at like those computer backdrops of a valley, and like the 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 apple the apple joints, and you like mm-hmm. actually seeing this in real life. And it's just like, bro, what am I like? I never seen this in my life. This is crazy. Right. Right. So, um, coming back, you know. And we, we did a little bit on, on, like, on the first trip, we documented the journey. So we had interviews from people talking about their experiences, how nature makes them feel, things yeah, like that. Yeah, I've seen that. That um, was dope. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, bless, bro, bless. And so when we got back, it was just like, man, this is something that, like, for me personally and for other people on the trip, like, mm-hmm. you felt this connection. And, like, it was like a connection to nature while feeling disconnected from the world, our life. Your you know reality. The norm, right. yeah. Reality, right, right, right. right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not worried about what you have to do tomorrow at work because, you know, you don't got work. And, you know, the next thing you're doing is going to hike another trail. Like, there's right. no real, there's nothing in life, there's nothing right now that could, like, kill your mood unless it's, like, a dire emergency. You right. Me? 
And so it lets you it lets you appreciate that. So for me, it was like, I when are we doing this again off rip? But I was like, what mm-hmm. else can this turn into? And as we looked at the content and looked back, we were like, man, this is something that could really stick around mm-hmm. um, to help just bridge that gap, especially being like from Detroit, but then you know what I'm saying, living in Grand Rapids. Absolutely. These are two biggest cities in Michigan. You feel me? And they have they both have inner cities that have kids and young adults who are feeling like lost because they're stuck in these boxes and so from that that like kind of really pushed like the idea of like all right we want to make big camp organization but how do we make this something that's sustainable a lot of uh, a lot of uh um uh, volunteer organizations, nonprofits, mm-hmm. um, typically like nonprofits, you're like looking to receive this grant money all the time. Like, for mm-hmm. us, it's like, we don't necessarily want to do that. We want to be able to create a system where the people who are part of Big Camp can, you know what I'm saying, live or survive with this lifestyle. How can we right. make this more? Um, Carbon also played a big part into it because of the content side of things. Right. Um, it was like, how can we make this sustainable for Carbon where Carbon could, you know, make money off of this? Like, Absolutely. how can they be a part Absolutely. of this? How can I bring money? I can all the help I'm getting, I can bring something back to the team too. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Make sure I'm straight, make sure everybody else straight. So we started the idea of using the content that we create. We outsource that content or those mm-hmm. the, that that photo video work to outdoor companies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, because if you okay. look at outdoor companies in their their advertisement for the most part, who you see? White families for the most yeah, part, right. all white you're faces. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so that doesn't you not seeing that just that just prolongs the stereotype right that's the idea of only white families white people go camping so for us we're like if we can start to create content and like sell it to these brands and they start to use us they can tap into a new market that benefits them you know what i'm saying they'll get new marketing work they'll they'll get all that stuff i love it and on the flip like we're getting paid to go shoot theoretically we make our trips free now. So like nobody paid to come on big camp. The first big camp people pay. Second one, mm-hmm. absolutely free to everyone who came because we were able to receive sponsorship dollars from organizations who wow. sponsor us. But on the flip end of Shout them out to big camp for getting the work. Bad. Yeah, so it's like, bro, it, it worked on. out. Every bro, it's not a, just about taking that cheese, it's about providing value. That's for absolutely. any company you want to be a part of. How are you as a single being or entity provide value? And that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to make sure we provided a value. And with that, you know what I'm saying? We get we get compensated for the work. Mm-hmm. And we get to also do the back end of bringing our people out to the woods. And they ain't got to pay for it. Because expenses is what to stop you. Exactly. Oh, we going, bro, we going out west. But it costs 500. I know I ain't got 500. It's bad. Exactly. Right. Bro, it's <laughs> right. Fine, bro. No, you feel me? It's bad. No, <laughs> now it's like, all right, look, let's do applications. And we can just select from the stories they tell us, select. Mm-hmm. 15, 13 people, and we take them. It's it's the, it's the big camp, man. And wow. we here, bro. So out of out of the um, and we'll get to my questions in a minute, but I like this topic yeah. right now. Right. <laughs> um, out of the thirteen people that you have coming for the second season of uh, Big Camp, yeah, h- how many of of those thirteen are returners from last from last so, year? We do, and that's the thing. We have a mix this year, so mm-hmm. I think we have actually like five new faces, four or five. Got you. Okay. Um, one, two, three. I, I yeah, know like y'all four. have some. I know y'all have some applications too. I know they was. Oh yeah, in. I think yeah. Look, yeah, we got up to. We had last documented like twenty five, and then but like lot. by the end of it, I think we was at that's like thirty. Yeah, <laughs> and that, yeah, it was for us. It was like that's, that's what's up. I mean, this is our first year doing like this is second year. Um, yeah. 
feels like I gotta, and we're building more and more momentum. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, we're getting like stories. People start to talk about us more and more. So it's becoming a thing. My next year go, let's get a hundred people to apply. You feel hey, me? So it's all good, man. It's, it's working. And the, but the, the thing is every time we've built a new structure behind it to where we mm-hmm. can get more people to come on trips. But that one big camp trip is, that's only going to be for new people at max, like eight. So, you know gotcha. what I'm saying? It's going, it's always going to be like, uh, it's creating this concept of FOMO, but while we encourage people to go do it too, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my end goal is I want people to just be tagging big camp and they camping trips. Like that's Yo, it. big camp. We out here. And let me use y'all because that's what it's all about. It ain't about just going on a trip with us. You need to go and plan your own trip with your friends. Make right. that move. Like do that. That is. Yeah. Ranger Wayne. That's what they call them. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. Ranger and- Wayne out here. Only Ranger Wayne can protect forest fire. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, that's what it is. All right, Wayne. So, so, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's solid. That's solid. I'm telling you, listen, don't let the don't who was that? The National National Guard? What is that? I don't even know who that is. That's the uh, forest uh, fire people. No, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The forest fire yeah. people. I'm telling let them get it. Listen. Get that oh, bag. We're working on that. We're working on that. Get that bag. Listen, Wayne. We got up, buddy? Do you believe that as black men, we in our community as black men, we um what was that my question? We support each other yeah. um in 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 all of these fields, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially, right? And I want you to take into account how um I always ask this question and I always get like this is such a deep question. <laughs> like yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's deep because I've seen the transition of how we have come to not support. And then I'm a docu buff. So watching a lot of documentaries of us supporting each other and then going into an era where when we were born kind of in the 90s, it was in the 80s. It was like it was every man for themselves, kind of. And yeah. now we are getting into we're kind of divvying back to supporting each other on that level. How how do you see that? I think it's definitely um, I think it's definitely something that's beneficial for us for sure. On the fact that we are getting back to that point, mm-hmm. um, I think my biggest thing is looking at uh, I guess where I am is being in GR right now at the moment, like mm-hmm. it's definitely, I feel that uh, camaraderie, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think it comes to do with the fact that we're in like this big, small city, right? Like, right. The city, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, everybody kind of knows each other. Like if you're doing something in Grand Rapids, people going to feel know. you, people going to exactly. know about it. Yeah. They gonna know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah. not hard to, mm-hmm. we, I just talked to a friend about this. Uh, it's not hard to get really discovered here. It's not hard to get put on because not at all. everybody knows everybody. <laughs> everybody right. knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And then it's all about community out here. Like a exactly. big thing is about like trying to make sure everybody's straight. So exactly. um, I see that trend, you know what I'm saying? Uh, across the U S and I think it's dope, man. I think the that's like, that's been a business model for a while, man. Collaborate with, with those that you, you know, you, uh, your, your businesses, you know what I'm saying? Align with, or like your business, um, like your purpose or your missions or your passions, or, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The social issues y'all believe in partner with those brands, man. Y'all doing nothing but sharing. Uh, you just sharing, you sharing fan bases, you sharing connections, 
ETC. I think as we grow and develop, we definitely even need to like look at that on like a, a more uh, a more structured scale. Like, mm-hmm. how can we make sure everybody is good for real, for real? Like, you can join a good us as a thing and like figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be with podcast or whatever you kind of into, right? You know what I'm saying? Let's link up and like create some type of thing to make sure we're good. Cause like that could ultimately. I mean, that could be bread and butter right there. And, like, obviously, you do some stuff by yourself. That That's what made your brand your brand. But, like, once right. you get to that point where it's, like, why am I peaking right here? I mean, don't be surprised because you're not – you by yourself. You're not really doing too much collaboration. You're not right. trying to be a part. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know what I'm saying, you can only go so far trying to do it alone. And I think that's the that's the thing. Um, I think when I talk to, to other black men, when I ask this question, I think it's – it goes back to collaboration, right? We gotta make sure we're co- we're conversing and collaborating with with one another about about mm-hmm. things, right? And yeah. um, I believe that you know we have kind of came or kind of divvy back to a to a place where um, a lot of things have happened to us as as just a black male culture. Um, over yeah. a couple, you know, over a couple years, you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I I can really recall when Kobe passed, the yeah. whole black male community, like, was oh, was hurt. Like it was, yeah, it, was it was a I'm I and and I'm really hard on my black men, right? I love my black men to death, but I'm I'm very hard on us because I believe we can do better. I really yeah. do, in, in in so many areas, and we have to attack um our our mental our spiritual and and our emotional for real and when kobe passed there was a a a shift in like just black male expression yeah and i was like whoa where what pause like it was i don't know if i've i've seen that right in my lifetime so far. And to see a lot of my OGs break down, text me, yeah. <laughs> you know, go, or go on Facebook or going, you know, just expressing themselves in whatever form they had at the time. It was just like, whoa. And I think from that point on, we kind of were trying to keep this trend or, you know, a lot of us are trying to keep this trend of just trying to make sure that us as black men are good mentally spiritually emotionally because i feel like physically and financially we're we we always gonna know how to get to the bag right and most of us are working out right like physically uh-huh. and but to that point we don't go we don't go to the doctor as much as women that's a fact right you right. understand what i'm saying like we're not taking care of our bodies as much as we need to and it's just things that we need to do that i feel are just sometimes common sense that that we know that we need to do. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think we definitely uh you definitely got that urge in the back of your head like damn I should go through this. You, you know feel what I'm me? saying? Like you feel it, you know it. Um but it's I think socially with like I don't know, especially in the entrepreneur setting, mm-hmm. is your mind is so wrapped around whatever it is that you feel like you need to be doing. <sighs> Talk your that shit. is no <laughs> Talk it's like, bro, 
I, just, I don't have time for that. I'm not. I don't have time to go to the doctor. Even though the doctor gonna take you Facts. an hour, hour and a half out your day. Nothing. Oh my god. It's the idea. I don't know. The fact that it's you your feel, time. It's the time. It's your time. <laughs> it's the it's time. time. You know what I'm saying? And you know what you want. You want that grind right now, bro. You you it, you really moving, yeah. and you ain't trying to. And I get it. Right. You yeah. ain't you ain't trying to go to the cause I gotta get yeah. this. You know, yeah. I I I I remember doing the, the the we have the 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 next six episodes were pre-recorded already done episodes that I did. And right. so episode two I do with my boy BJ from Detroit, and he a fellow podcaster too. And and I just posted a clip on our Instagram and he just spoke a lot of just life into accountability and respect. He man, he was just talking and I forgot like we had this conversation and I just posted it. I was like, yo, he was talking. He was just talking about like, yo, us as men. And this is a lot, a lot of men. I'm not, I'm not going to say all men, but a lot of black men for real are thinking about every other thing other than probably themselves. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not saying that, you know, uh, the black man ain't selfish. I'm not saying the black man doesn't think about just, you know, you know, doesn't yeah. think about himself. Cause we know some that of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. but, and I'm, and, and I'm, and, <laughs> and we, and I always say, I, I never sit here and, and I'll never sit here and, and make excuses for a man, black, white, blue, green, whatever, who decides to shoot up the club, you know, decides to do right. what he wants to do because he want to do it. You made the right. choice. You got to live with the consequences. Very so true. in that in that moment, right? He thinking about a lot of shit. He got a lot. He the 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 number one thing mostly on black men's mind is bills. And most yes. of the time, yes. <laughs> that could be child support, your children, Bruh. that could be spouse support, your your ex wife. That yeah. could be uh yeah. um work, car, house, all of that shit. Now you put yourself in that situation, but I'm trying to hit on a perspective where men are literally sitting here like trying to get fit, get financially yes. fit. Yes. And they Preach. not worried. They not worried about where, 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 where. Hold on. They not worried about the spiritual, the Man. emotional, or the men. They ain't I even got to the mental. Ain't even got to the mental yet. Like, all. and so when I ask this question, I'm like, "Yo, do you think?" Because yeah. a lot of us, we, a lot of us are like a a a, a small percentile who are working on all of these. Like, let's keep it a right. bit. We're right. small percentile of black men, young black men, for real, because I see a y'all are young black men who are working on this, and it, and it ta- and it's trial and error. First of all, because we going, we trying to sift through a lot and shit and see what's all right. down there and shit. Because we're not trying to be no disrespect to you, other our, our OGs, love y'all, but we're not trying to be like right. that. Yes. yes, we're trying to elevate, bro, and I. And I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, we not knowing it, they put us in a position to be able to do this. Ah, you know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. For them, it was like their, that whole generation was like, I, right, I'm, I'm coming off my mom's 
Exactly. Like mm-hmm. being a, like a housewife, not working at all. Right. You feel me? We we in here on, you know what I'm saying, our last littles. You know what I'm saying? So their whole thing was, let me try to make this better for my my kids. Like exactly. now I lived through that. I seen what that childhood was like. Now let me flip right. the script. Let me work a little harder so I can give them the life that, that I didn't have. That I didn't but have. they don't understand exactly. by having that life that was so... It, I know for me personally, this is just speak for me because I know people mm-hmm. that had a struggle compared to mine. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying like my, my we was just like on, we wasn't rich. Mm-hmm. But my mom put me in a position to be able to make decisions that she didn't have the opportunity to make. She had to do something. Same. You know what I'm saying? Same. It, it was no, there was no, oh, well, shoot, maybe I could, maybe as a, maybe I can go try to be an entrepreneur and I can go do a podcast. No, right. they, they don't get that. They don't get, she doesn't get the luxury. Oh, let me start my own business. No, right. I can't do that. I need to go to school and get a job because my peoples couldn't do that before me. And right. now I got some opportunities. So this is that. And I think on the flip for us, we're, because we got that life from them, we understand now that even doing that doesn't get you that dream that we all want. You can't just go to school, go find a job and get, no, that's, it's, I mean, yes, that's the, the safe route. Like that's the the easiest route. Okay. Let me go ahead and do this. I'm going to fit the norm. They want me to fit too. I'm never going to make, you know what I'm saying? I might make a hundred grand a year, but I'm never touching 200, 250. I'm always, before I die, I'm always make at least 150 to 200, but nothing over. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure I live in these decent birds. You know what I'm saying? I can't go get a house and build mine from the ground up. No, mm-hmm. I got to stay in these birds. With data. I think for us, we see like school not getting you just that. No regular job is not getting you just that. You need, exactly. to, you need to work within your passion to build the life you want to live. Exactly. And right now, for us, my mom's got double majors. And her job right now, she's mm-hmm. making cheese over 100. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make over. A, I want to make over 100 million. Exactly. I don't want to make over 100. Thousand, I want to make over a hundred million. Tell like, about it. I'm trying to, bro. I'm trying to live in my passion and make that something that at the end of the day I can live off of and live Absolutely. for and provide for my family with. Absolutely. I don't want to provide with my family kind of a lot of money and you know what I'm saying work like a dog. No, I want to be right. able as my kids growing up. Oh, you want to learn about science? Well, we're gonna take you and your homies to these national parks and y'all can come study out here in the Boom. woods. And that's me. it, and that's it. That's what I want to do. That's the life I want to live. So that's why I work how I work. I believe my mama instilled in me a, a sense of entrepreneurship very early. Mm. Um, very early. I, I can recall her starting her just cooking on the side. Yeah. She was she was working at MGM Grand. And she would cook dinners on the side on Sundays. Out her out her crib. Yeah. And I remember creating a website for her at like 10 years old. Oh yeah, you going crazy. I'm you like going crazy. Yo, like I'm that. like, I don't I like know. That. Mind you, y'all, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think this is when Wix just got around too. So Wix has been around Wix. for some years. Good this Wix. is probably when Wix just popped up. Squarespace and all of them just popped up. They was literally like nobody knew them for real. Like, not for real. Nobody knew what they was. And I didn't know what I was doing. And I just made like a just a simple website, right? Yeah. And it was just like mass simple. And um, yeah, we made like flyers and everything. And she instilled that really in me, but she also instilled in me that work. You feel me? Cause you gotta get that paper first. You feel Bruh. me? 
right and that's why the support of your parents is somewhat important when you're going through that you know yeah that part of you know the 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 passion when everything when stuff is kind of hard right is that support that from your parents even when it's easy right even when it's going great like that support is needed you understand what i'm saying and so the fact that a lot of us had that when we were growing up um just lets us know that okay listen and the world has changed a lot right in in that in the you know 20 to 30 year gap that we are in now and so i just believe like yeah i tell people a lot of times like listen if you've if you've worked all your life and you've had a dream yeah i say do your dream yes i say i say go for your dream i say the colonel made kfc at like what 79 on his deathbed yes sir yes sir like and look at KFC now, bro. I'm just saying. Look at KFC. Hey, Eleven no, uh, herbs and spices later. Your boy. I'm All just right. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, let's get to the next question. Uh, <laughs> All right, Wayne. Generational curses, right? All right. Yeah. Do we let them? Con- do we let them? Um, do we continue to let our generational curses in our uh, community as black men? hinder us from experiencing and realizing our true potential yes i think we do i think even on a uh i just feel like our flesh is different you know what Mm. i'm saying that's me getting like talk about it i'm getting spiritual but i feel like our like our like needs are different than those who haven't like dealt with like i just say with black men period i mean um it's definitely like, yeah, I just feel like everything that we kind of want, we want it like, like 10 times more than the average mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, we've had, mm-hmm. we've had not had it for so long. I right. feel like that's the thing that's been passed on when or not had I think it in all. reality, yeah, or not had it at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or that idea of like wanting to chase it and want an abundance of it because mm-hmm. it's never happened to us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We can't just live with like, oh, this is cool. It's like this yearn for more. But right. I think that, it's a pro in the sense of a work ethic sometimes, but I think it's a fail in the sense of two mm. things. One being like morality. I think we'll do anything for a bag. And I think that's something that's scary. Mm. Um, because you shouldn't. There should be a moral code to what you do. There should be some type of moral ethics you stand by personally. Um, and those are things I know passed down in other um other ethnicities or other uh uh like or like even like going in the gender roles, I, mm-hmm. I expect the I expect the man to turn left quicker than a woman to turn left. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I think we're so quick to go off whatever we want instead of right. thinking about the morality of certain things. And I think I think we definitely have even just more like that that interfere with our love lives and like the way we may treat our women, the way we go about dating our women in the first place or being with our women. Talk your um, talk. I think that we, in fact, bro, I think it's just we've been through so much neglect in certain areas mm-hmm. that it does have a generational uh mind game or impact on the way we think we need to survive you know what i'm saying or live. so that goes into the next question bro like how do we okay. how do we as black men individually and collectively improve on that for the next generations yeah right i think it's just i think the biggest thing is determination and sacrifice 
You gotta talk be determined. about it. Talk to, to break fact. it down for us. Nah, bro, you gotta be determined. You gotta be determined in what you want to do. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I right, be right, determined right. to do that. Mm-hmm. But I also have to. It's it's all good to be determined. Yes, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Will you make the proper sacrifices to make sure it happens? Mm-hmm. And that's what you gotta understand. I, that's that's it right there, bro. I think a big thing is like. Let's go on to love, which is the topic of forever and ever. Love, mm-hmm, relationship, mm-hmm. ETC. Um, I was just talking to a homie about this. I think the idea for us um, is we want to, because we've been, um, I don't want to say this without being uh, getting canceled, but like, <laughs> yeah, hey. you say like the idea that we have as Afri- as African Americans and people coming from an African root and heritage, we're we're naturally community based. That's why I think we're finally getting back to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think right. that going through the uh, going through the last 500, 400 years mm-hmm. with uh, of dealing with a um, colonial mindset being like brainwashed into us, mm-hmm. um, I think it makes us want to live like that initial mindset, which is that more of a savage, I need to have it all, I need to conquer. You know what I'm saying? And I think that for us, we do that in all things. We want to conquer in our jobs. We want to conquer in whatever field we're in. We want to conquer. um, Some people maybe want to always be the leader of their friend groups. Mm -hmm. Some, And I think that goes into our love is we want to conquer all women. We don't think about just taking one and nurturing that and loving that and being loyal to that and just trying to make that the best thing that she can be that mm-hmm. that that is a that is an effect from that all that turmoil or all all of the the uh brainwashing we've been accustomed to Absolutely. dealing with a, a, a colonialized people right and so yeah i think that at the end of the day for us the only way we can fix it again is to be determined to make to to break those but then have the discipline to also do it do you think at this current point as black men, we are capable to make those sacrifices, as you say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think now we're getting into. Uh, I think we're getting into like the um, survival of the fittest man, like mode. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting into the, that spot where, as a man, you got a choice, and that choice is to either make that decision or to fall victim to those, and it's going to be on you. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. your generations to come are going to be in effect because of that. Absolutely. And I think that's how I, I try to like look at it more. This lifetime isn't even about me. This lifetime is about what Absolutely. I can do for the next one. It's like, what legacy is left when I pass? That's it. Like, what's happening That's it. Like, yes, I want to live in it. Don't get me wrong. I want to enjoy it. But I want my kids to come through and be like, my dad did all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do all of this with the bag he left. Like, Yo, I was just talking to myself about that. I was actually talking to God, y'all. But for real, I was talking to myself and God about <laughs> hey, it. Like, for real. Just had a combo about talk. that the other day. Real talk. Like, Bro. I'm upstairs. Like, I, as creatives and as content producers and everything, we really go hard for ourselves, right? And I know this mm-hmm. is kind of off topic, but we go yeah, hard for ourselves. I'm upstairs talking to God like, yo, I gotta, I gotta grind. I gotta grind mm-hmm. more. I gotta go harder more. Mm-hmm. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Because it's not about me, right? It was never about me. Like at first, yeah, when you when you build your stuff or when you, you know, build something or or build a legacy, you think it's about you at first. 
Yeah. But then you get to a point where you have all of this. And sometimes, as you pointed out earlier, you're alone with it. Right. Yep. And you're like, OK, this is not about me. This is for the legacy that I'm leaving, you know, my my kids, my future grandkids, my future great grandkids, because I want my future grandkids to be in the castle. God damn it. I, <laughs> I want these <laughs> motherfuckers to be ruling over yes. my great great granddaddy. That's him right there. That's him right there. Tyronza Devontae Hicks. That's him right there. He was born 1994. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the year 3000. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, I want them to be on like that shit. Like, like for real, it's it's really about building that legacy and and really stopping the kind of infinite loop that we're in of just like, trauma 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 not fixing it not fixing it not fixing it you know throwing it on our black women yep okay not not really understanding not not even understanding the already trauma and 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 things that they're going through we just yeah without even realizing that not even understanding because we caught up in our own shit because we caught up in our own shit and we don't take the time to be like, hold up, are you good? Hold up, do you need anything? Hold up, what you need? Like, if we stop somewhat being selfish mentally when it comes to our traumas and everything, and don't get me wrong, as me and Wayne said, we're not putting down anybody's traumas. Hell, we both have gone through our, you know, separate, yeah. you know, we're, we're growing. As as yeah. black men, we're grown. We're adults now. Shit, this is adult yeah. life. You feel yeah. me? And this is what we live in. But when you have, I think the the greatest thing about I think our culture as as young black men is that we're kind of there for each other. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like it don't matter what you doing or 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 what you getting and how you getting it. We kind of we kind of all there for each other. Like I can I can pretty much say. All the all the black men from college, you know, give or take, I know them and I'm cool with them. Like it, mm-hmm. it's 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 never like. Of course, there's some people up here, there's some people down there, some right, people right, in the right. middle. You know, it's like that. Yeah, but yeah. all of them are cool. We straight, and I, I wish them no bad blood. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like I hope that we can kind of stop this infinite loop of just you know letting our trauma kind of internally destroy us and then externally destroy others if y'all get what i'm saying yeah we gotta work on that we gotta be we gotta be scared we we gotta stop being scared of going to therapy okay like even if that's you know sometimes talking to a friend i i get it like a lot of black men when they hear the t-word they get they they get that oh my god like, bro, like no, <laughs> listen. He, they start to clinch up, like booty clinching and all that. Like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, it's only therapy, dog. Like, it ain't, yeah. it, it ain't like you going to prison. Relax. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, because we're so afraid to look in the mirror, like, huh? and we have to, we have to be able to look in the mirror at ourselves. Hell, shit figuratively and 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 you know what i'm saying like not even sometimes you need to look your ass in the mirror and be like what the yeah. fuck are you doing bro 
And yeah. I get it. Sometimes therapy isn't an option for you. But having a friend, having somebody that you can talk to and a friend that is going to tell you what's up. Yeah. I feel like black men need to be more friends to each other in a oh, sense bro. where we need to sit here and talk to each other, let each other know about accountability and how they need to take it. Yeah. Let each other know when we're wrong and when we need to take that accountability and take it like a it's it's so it's so many instances where I can I can hear so many black men from back in the day like when I was younger saying take it like a man take it like a man and I'm looking at men like I'm looking at some black man like what you what yeah yeah I don't get it so it's like what's really taking it like a man that's a good question I mean, it really is. I mean, I mean, I guess it's the idea, but we know what it is, man. As men, um, you know what I'm saying? There's a level of, uh, it's a level of, um, it's just you, we had to, we had to live with that hard mindset. Yeah. Like that was a part of being masculine. Being masculine was not taking take shit. Like especially a man. Take a, that shit like yeah, a man. Nigga. Especially like an earlier time. Yeah. You feel I me? Mean? That was definitely yeah. something now. Yeah. I think that the therapy thing is finally like starting to roll around where people are starting to come become more uh more okay with, with therapy. Oh, of course. More uh okay with therapy and like the word therapy and like what that means and what that represents. I know right. for sure. I feel like I think it's, I definitely feel like it's more prominent in women for sure. I think women are a little more uh, open to talking about their feelings or wanting to unpack certain things Absolutely. that we aren't necessarily ready to. And it's personality based too, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I just feel like, like a lot of women I talk to are usually the ones that would recommend me therapy. And I was always like, eh. But we actually eh. did a project where we, uh, you feel me? I was like, eh. eh. I, you know, I talk to the homies sometimes. But I'm cool. Like, I can, it's cool. But Absolutely. We, uh, we just we just had an interview where we um, we were working with uh, Graha, Graha, which is uh, Grand Rapids African American Health Institute. And they were doing videos. They were doing videos about mental health and why um, we need to, you know, uh, read, like, look back at that idea as a black, mm-hmm. as a black people, and like start to think about everybody needing a therapist and going to talk. Um, and so the first woman came. I forgot her name. She was a therapist, and she like d- conducted all the interview questions. At the end of her interview, I'm like. Oh, I need therapy. Like, I, I, like, like, as soon as she got done talking, I'm like, yeah, you got a card? Like, yeah. No, legit, you got it. Bro, she like, well, I'm booked, but I got a homegirl for you. Here's the website. Come so, on. Listen here. Yeah, like, can bro, I just, looking, can now, I just but, firstly, can I just man. say, like, therapists are <laughs> getting these bags out here. Bro. Okay. Oh, bro. She hit me with that book. I said, well, it's. Right, I guess I ain't Big the only booked. one that need help around here. Big know. bugs. Therapists are like, oh, what? Bro, Thanks. what? I am I'm not the only one that needs. I see. I hear that. I hear that. Bro, so um that definitely put me in a position to be like, oh yeah, it's definitely coming. Like, yeah. I feel definitely that, coming. Absolutely. Last bro. question, Wayne. What Sir. does black men win mean to you? When you hear the phrase, when you hear the phrase, when I say phrase, <laughs> when you hear the phrase black men win what does that mean to you uh black men win um i think black men win to me uh is the idea of winning in you know all areas of life i think i look at that portion of it so absolutely again we always look at that win as that bag which yes that is one win for sure that's you know a win yes well, that's a, a, a nice one 
That's but, a messed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. Um, but I think the idea of looking at it like, yo, we win mentally. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? We are taking care of our bodies and our minds. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, spiritually, physically. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's, it's we. I think we look at the end goal. We gotta, we mm-hmm. gotta see the mansion, right? But like, take that next step. Like, yo, you started your business and you posted successfully for a month. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Like, you finally got that schedule together because you know you was a little off with that, or you know what I'm saying. You, uh, I know people be like, yo, make it fun of like the LOC thing, and I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying. That's just start whatever you're doing, but like. I'm not saying brag and boast about it, but be proud of yourself for every step Absolutely. that you're going to get better. Absolutely. Take 1% every day to get to 100. You feel me? So look at it like that. Every day, do something better than you did the day before. That's it. By, by the end of in a year, you're going to have one go to. You know yep. what I'm saying? So I think Black Man Win is like taking that 1% step in every way to better your life. Come. Whether, you know what I'm saying, you understand, yo, you understand what you need to cut off because you understand um, how you need to get disciplined. You know what I'm saying? Do you, whether it's you for me spiritually, you uh get closer with God through relationship. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, that that's a win. So a black man winning is black man doing anything to better themselves in any area of life. Come on, Wayne. Ranger Wayne man. has broken down this whole interview. Wayne, I want to thank you for coming on the show, brother. Bro, thank you so that's much. Easy. That's easy, man. Love Y'all to you, my bro. guy. I've been rocking with my dog since hey since man. We was, since we was since we was uh hiding at the countertop. Hiding at and, the uh, countertop and, on yeah, Facebook man. Live. Cool plan, man. Cool plan, man. <laughs> ah, they don't Been even around. know, man. They don't Been even around. know. I be telling these new kids they don't even know. And some of these new kids older yeah. than me. I be telling them. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting down, man. I be trying we had to a live them. studio audience in the kitchen. I, the kitchen yeah. living room. They will never know. <laughs> and they will never. They, I mean, they don't know yeah. now, but they will never. They, yeah. yeah. The, the amount of... I gotta bring you on the after dark show so we could just reminisce look, about the good times look, and shit like that. Talk that shit because it was just you like I'm make it happen, man. Oh my god, the amount of the amount of just like craziness we had during that time. Yeah. I'm telling folks like if y'all was there, it was it was a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it was a moment. Yeah. It um, was definitely. You look back on that that yeah that that winter. That one in 2016. That one in 2016. What a time. What a time. Woo! What a time. 2016. Look, oh all the all the range, man. It's 2021. It was, we have grown up now. We have you know, um, you know. But don't but just don't play me though. Don't act like I didn't get down. That'd be my whole thing. Like that's it. I changed my life, but understand that. Look, there was a time. There was a time where you was talking to a different man. Listen, man. a di- so different men do you hear what i'm saying <laughs> different men ranger wayne where can they follow you where can they follow big camp yeah man. Where can they so follow wild clothing you can follow the guy um underscore underscore is wayne's world um on ig and everywhere else big camp is wild dot big camp and check out you know what i'm saying more alerts we'll be uh having applications open soon we're gonna do another joint in the fall so be on the lookout oh um, snap you know what i'm saying it's just you know bro oh y'all getting the bags out. like that what? gotta crank them out my boy wow <laughs> you feel me uh music in the bottle podcast all the way through shout out to the boys daryl yes, Mahomes, uh jamel cab j uh who is out in cali right now um you feel me? He is actually uh, at a winery for the season doing his hey, thing. Um, Daryl, 
top one of the top realtors in Grand Rapids, man. Yes, sir. Brokers in Grand Rapids. So uh, just shout out to them. I love my brothers to death. Like-minded people that, you know, make me better every day for sure. Um, Carbon Stories, if you need that digital media content anywhere across yes, the globe. Yes, sir. Carbon Stories. Um, we forward. That's Carbon Stories all the way through. Um, and, bro, before I even get off, man, oh, Wild Boys, obviously, the gang. That's Shout out to the dogs. Um, but to you, bro, I just want to congratulate you on, you know what I'm saying? I think as black men, we don't give each other enough roses. We're some oh, we do on the pod it, all the time. But, bro, we definitely got to, bro, you've been at it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? We're all the naysayers, doubters, whoever. You can push through it every time. Bro, I appreciate you, bro. It's on my one pod. You got four of them. You got a network. <laughs> Networking, it's all you, my nigga. And I yeah, think that's something. Um, that when I that when I talk about that discipline, that's what I mean, bro. It's just going at it. Regardless, you're going at it, figuring it out. Nobody's perfect, but, bro, you're doing your thing. So I'm very proud. It's crazy how far these boys done got, man, from partying and turning up and throwing throwing uh, parties to not look at us, man. So big ups to you, bro. Big ups on everything you're doing, bro. Whenever you need me, you know, I'm going to call away, bro. Hey, man, love, bro. I appreciate you. you. Know, I, you I appreciate you, man, because you, you've been out here. You've been out here doing your thing, brother, keeping me on my toes. And that's one thing about my friends um, in Grand Rapids, um, the ones who really keep me on my toes because I'm always watching them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm always watching them grow and succeed. So I want to see, and not necessarily, I think, like you said, as black men, we definitely don't give each other roses and we definitely just sometimes compare ourselves to each other. And it's like, we don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we in each other's own lane and we're doing, we're beasting. Yeah. We're feasting. Yeah. We out here getting it. So yep. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate um, everybody for listening. If y'all want to check out the podcast, uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at underscore BMW podcast. Yes, I said <laughs> underscore BMW podcast. Yes, that is BMW. OK, not not the, not the car. Yeah, yeah. Okay? It's not the, pod, the car. This is the, the podcast. Pod. All right. Uh, make sure y'all follow Ranger Wayne. You feel me? I'll have yeah. all of um his 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 work you Tags. feel me with <laughs> carbon stories wild clothing wild boy llc you feel what i'm saying because you know that's oh, coming big camp man. um carbon stories will have that all in the description box when this um podcast releases so we thank you we appreciate you we love you guys for listening thank you wayne for coming through and this oh, has brother. been another podcast we out peace